Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. Matthew chapter 7, verse 13. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the road broad that leads to destruction, and there are many who go through it. How narrow is the gate and difficult the road that leads to life, and few find it. That's tomorrow's verse. Focus on verse 13 today, 14 tomorrow. Then I want to go back uh, for our Saturday devotion and review 7 through 14, because they all collectively are one contiguous train of thought that will get us a running start into our, our sermon uh, this weekend that will uh, pick up in this verse, verse 13. It's a narrow gate. Not everybody's going to go through it. The way to destruction is broad. Christianity is the world's largest religion. By the most generous of surveys, you could say that roughly a third of the world's population would profess to be Christian. And of that third, I would believe that, who knows, maybe a third of that third is actually Christian. Because surveys don't take into account, you know, true Christianity. They often lump Mormonism, for example, in with Christianity. Or they might count Jehovah's Witnesses, you know, as, as Christians in some of these broader surveys. And then even within that, you have nominal Christianity. That's not so much a thing here in the Seattle area. I don't know anybody who's pretending to be a Christian uh, in Seattle. That's just not worth all the, all the heat you catch and all the isolation you experience. Um, but in the Deep South, it's much more common. So who knows what percentage of those who claim the name of Christ are actually truly Christians? We don't really know. But we do know that the gate is narrow. And so, man, wow, would you take a moment to thank God for the grace. If you have the Holy Spirit of God living within your heart, you are repentant from your sin when you fall, would you take a moment to thank God? Like you have the Holy Spirit manifesting in gifts through you that you use to serve in the context of your church. Wow, these are evidences of salvation. You have a supernatural love flowing through you for God and for other people. Uh, uh, you know, you have supernatural peace and patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness and faithfulness and self-control that you see just coming out of your life. You're like, that's not, that's not natural for me. What's natural for me is selfish, selfishness and sinfulness. But instead, I just, I find myself experiencing these fruits of the Holy Spirit, this fruit of the Holy Spirit as described in Galatians. Would you take a moment to thank God because evidently you've been brought through the narrow gate. The gate is wide and the road broad that leads to destruction, and there are many who go through it. Heaven and hell are real, and they matter. Even if I were an atheist, I would function under this belief, under this teaching. Even if I were an atheist, I would pretend to be a Christian because it is a moral way to live and it's the better way to live and even if there's a even if there's a 1% chance that we live after we die your whole life is worth seeking after that narrow gate so even if I were an atheist I would operate under this belief that the majority of us are condemned because the majority of us are all of us are evidently sinful it's not a popular teaching in fact, what's an easier teaching and what will sell out arenas is if you tell everybody you're perfect the way that you are, you don't need to repent, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you in your sin. That's a very popular 
very popular teaching because it makes us feel good about ourselves, where we are in our sinfulness, in our rebellion against God. Hence, that's a broad road. It's pretty easy to stay on. Just keep on going straight. But this narrow gate requires repentance, a turning away from our sin. That's a less popular message. People don't like to repent from sin. We'll do everything we can. We'll fight, ironically, like hell, to stay in our sin. And we don't like the light because we don't like being exposed. We prefer darkness over light in our sin nature because our deeds are evil. That's what Jesus said in John chapter 3. So to, to find this narrow gate necessarily makes you unpopular. It must be countercultural. It necessarily is conspicuous. It absolutely has to be peculiar. Okay, the contra, contrary nature of it, the peculiarity of it, the conspicuousness of it is unavoidable because the gate's narrow that leads to life. The way to death and destruction is broad. So, of course, those who are saved are not going to fit in. If you do fit in and you find there's nothing conspicuous about you, there's nothing contrarian about your lifestyle, there's nothing peculiar about your worldview compared to those around you who are all going to hell, you're not saved. Because the, the, the way, the narrow gate, like the way to salvation is narrow, and, then, and the way to destruction is broad. There are many who go that way. So you're going to be among the few if you're saved. So prepare to be conspicuous. Prepare to stand out as peculiar. Prepare, because the way of salvation is a narrow gate.